Hey everyone, you're listening to The Streaming Show. I'm your host, Daniel Newman, and today we're going to be talking to Tim Doherty, one of Wowza Media Systems' solution engineers, and we're going to be talking about low latency. Stick around! different things and it kind of Great. rolls into it. I don't know how often you've listened to the podcast sort of thing like that. No, that's awesome. Um, I appreciate you uh, bringing me on and hopefully I can answer a couple of these questions for you, Daniel. For sure, man. And uh, for everybody at home who is joining us, I've got Tim Doherty with us. And is, is, is it Doherty? Because on your Instagram, it's like D-O-F and I'm wondering if I'm mispronouncing it. No, I could tell you the, the story behind D-O-F, but that has absolutely no... <laughs> In fact, it's based on a mispronunciation of my name that happened when I was a child, and, and I'll leave it right there. All right, fair enough. Then I was right in saying Doherty. And you're one of the solution engineers here, right? Indeed. Perfect. Cool. And uh, today we're going to be talking about low latency, so let's just sort of jump on into it. Um, to kind of kick it off, uh, why don't you just give me kind of a run-through of what exactly latency is and why we talk about it so much? Well, latency, you know, it, it, it comes up often, and, and if anyone has ever run a live stream, particularly like at a venue before, um, and the people in the audience are aware that there is a live stream, some of them will get on their device and they'll pull it up, which is very cool, right? They go to the website and you're getting a little traffic. And if, if they're gutsy enough, they'll come back to where you're running the video program and they'll say, oh, excuse me, um, the, the stream is like 40 seconds behind live. Is something wrong? And I, I know that's kind of a silly way to introduce the topic, but basically it's the time it takes from the light that's coming in the camera and the audio that's coming in the camera to go all the way through all the equipment, down through the computer, across the internet and whatever network situation you have to another place where it gets distributed. And it's basically a piece of information traveling down the wire to your ear. And in some cases, that takes several seconds. And in some cases, it's near instant. So that's my very, um, very basic, hopefully um, imaginative way to describe what latency is. Sure. Yeah, I think that I think that gets the job done pretty well. And so going into that, I mean, I guess I sort of understand that, uh, you know, the quicker that it can get there, the closer it is to something like a television broadcast, which generally only has like five seconds, you know, back. Sure. But yeah. why does it matter? Well, imagine the interactivity. Um, people are chatting on social media chat circles. They're putting comments. Um, there's there's some interactivity going on. Shoot, people could even be text messaging back and forth. And if you're talking about something that you haven't perceived as happening yet, like a sporting, sporting event, right? You're on your Facebook timeline and it's like, you know, go 49ers, go or go Broncos, go. And sorry, I'm not a sports guy, but I just gave it my best shot. <laughs> sure. And you're, you're going, um, what who scored what what happened and and you feel a sense of loss because you're not seeing what's happening right now so in 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 situations like sports and where people are chatting back and forth or there's maybe some sort of um you know real-time activity taking place latency is really important i guess that does make sense because there's been times where i've been watching baseball and then my brother will like text me and it'll you know give away what happened in like one play or something some 30 seconds behind so exactly. i guess i can see that yeah yeah that's actually a big deal yeah um, i can imagine so that, you know that's why we try to help people 
dial in their latency when they really need it. Sure. So what about uh, like professions? I've heard some people kind of talk about why it would matter in professional settings. What examples of that do we have? Like who would need this more than somebody else? So are you are you thinking about like um, like professions like I'm I'm doing a virtual surgery over the Internet and I need well, low latency or sure. So. It, it, so in that example, um, I mean, my mind kind of goes in two ways. One is an audience versus another one, which is a surgeon who's actually controlling like a robot to do that kind of thing, right? So I can imagine mm -hmm. how low latency in that specific example would matter, but to his colleagues who are just watching the surgery, I would imagine low latency wouldn't be a huge need. Definitely. So yeah. what exactly, like the one example that came to mind I've heard kind of tossed around, but I'm trying to wonder if there's more, is auction sites. That makes perfect That's sense. That is so funny you would bring that up. Um, I had that on my little cheat sheet here. <laughs> some of the most common common situations when latency is, is important. Um, in North, 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 North America, deep North America, where it's winter all the time, yep. um, I worked with a wonderful crew who have a cattle ranch. And they literally have a cattle auction, and it's online. And latency is super important because people are bidding in their close bids. And, you know, if you're bidding for, for some livestock, gosh, it's funny we're on this topic, um, you know, you, do, you, do, you, you want to get your bid in before someone else does. And so sure. auctions are huge. I mean, and we, we have people all over the world that are using Mazda Streaming Engine to support auction um, use cases. There's, there's a car auction in Africa that I worked with recently. Hmm. Um, it's just, it's quite interesting, that particular vertical. And there's there's all sorts of live auctions that, you know, I mean, even on DirecTV, sometimes I'll, I'll flip by and there's the Mecham car auction. And you look over to the right and you'll see about, you know, six to a dozen agents all on the phone. Well, somebody's watching that real time. They're bidding real time. So it's mm -hmm. part of the excitement of um, the whole auction vibe. Cool. Is, and, and that so that one is my kind of like go-to whenever I think of low latency. Are there any other ones that are kind of out there that are pretty well, prominent at this point? I mean, prominent is, is hard to say. I mean, most of them are going to be sports, Okay. Um, you know, social media interaction, uh, sites like Periscope. Um, there, there are a whole bunch of sites I'm seeing popping up that, that are, you know, kind of video chat sites, et cetera. Um, there's there's a, a reseller who's supporting a developer building a huge online gambling where mm. they're literally um, setting up cameras, stationary cameras in a, in a casino. And I, you know, I don't know how it works because unfortunately I'm not a gambling expert, mm -hmm. but these guys are just, just headstrong on getting low latency so that people can participate in whatever's going on in the casino, sure. you know, via the interweb. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's any, any situation where things are happening real time and okay. people, at, you know, back at the home office, basically. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. let's, let's get a little bit deeper into it here. So, um, what exactly does it take to achieve a low latency stream and why is it such a big deal right now? Well, um, it, it's a big deal because of the, the uh, prominence of content delivery networks. Uh, it's, it's super easy now these days to use a product like Wowza Streaming Cloud or uh, live stream um, to use bit, bit, Oh, there's another one. I can't think of it off the top of my head. It doesn't matter. It's a company basically that can say, give me your stream and I'll distribute it for you. And, and nine times out of 10, if not 10 times out of 10, they're using what's called Apple HLS, which is right. a way that Apple designed to get video down to devices and to dispense of the complexity. They're sending a whole bunch of little video files back to back to back down to a device. And 
these content delivery networks do a really good job getting those files distributed, um, you know, out to a global audience. So to, to pull this off, um, and, and, and assuming that Apple HLS is the mainstream delivery format, which it, it kind of is, you have to you have to cheat a little bit, and you have to shorten the size of those files, and that's something that you can do with a product like Wowza Streaming Engine. Okay. Instead of the file being ten seconds, you can make it like six, and you know just thinking about that logically, it speeds everything up. Hmm. So, so we're able to basically so and. and I'm walking through this hole right now, so I got to figure it out too. So are, are you saying that we are actually able to take um, our streams and still take advantage of Apple HLS, but do it in a much lower latent way? Or yeah, it helps a lot. It doesn't get you to that real time, that, that excitement where you're seeing something happen right now. But if, if you were to send a stream into a, a regular CDN like Akamai, mm -hmm. you might get anywhere from, from 15 to 30, maybe sometimes 45 seconds of latency. Okay. And if it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's rock solid. You're watching a consistent stream. You know, as the stream provider, you're not having to worry about um, server scaling or anything like that. But that service is playing back 10-second files, one after the next after the next. So what Wowza does is shortens the size of that file. So you might be only dealing with like an 8-second latency or cool. 11 seconds, which is a huge improvement if you're up against something that's almost a minute in delay. So that's kind of a um, mainstream way of addressing latency when you're using Apple HLS. I think we're, we're going to continue to move forward and find better ways to do it. Mm. And I'm, I'm sure we've got some of the smartest people working on that. But right now, today, you can tweak Wowza to really um, enable your CDN latency performance to, to be a much, much better. Awesome. So uh, let's say I'm a builder and I'm trying to build out something for low, low latency. What factors would I need to consider in that? Well, you want to think about where the stream is going to be consumed, where the user is actually going to be viewing the image. Okay. Um, that could be on a computer, in a regular web browser like Chrome, Safari, or Internet, um, Internet Explorer even. Um, or is it going to be on a mobile device? And on that mobile device, is it going to be on an app that you're building, or is it going to be on the um, on the web browser on the mobile, you have to think about that because then you can start to build the foundation of of how you're going to deliver things at a minimal latency. Okay. So um, you know I can talk through it a little bit. So for example, if you're using a mobile device and you're smart enough, or you have smart guys working for you who can build an app, you could take advantage of the Wowza GoCoder SDK, for example, and that uses our our WOWS protocol, which is super, super fast. Okay. And it enables you to not only publish in that WOWS protocol, so somebody could be saying, hey, look at me, look at my front camera on my iPhone, I'm publishing to this awesome super streaming service. And people can also watch it in that WOWS protocol, which is again, super fast. So the mobile solution, we've got that, we've got that nailed. Um, but at the same time, if you're going to be delivering that to a regular website, things get a little bit more complicated. You might have to consider using um, what we were talking about before, which is optimized HLS, which mm -hmm. maybe is you know, an eight-second latency instead of a 30-second latency. Um, or you might need to get into some more advanced technologies like WebRTC, which you're developing. Hmm. Okay. And then kind of the last item that I had here was, because I feel like this is always a factor every time you do really anything with streaming, how much is low latency dependent on good network conditions? 
Um, you know, that's a very good question because good network conditions can be super fast speeds or they can be super consistent speeds. Mm. Like sometimes it's better to have a consistent 750k connection than a super fast connection that'll pull down like 100 megabytes per second, but it only does that like half the time. So um, if you have a slow network connection, like maybe you have an old T1 line in an office, mm -hmm. you might be able to take advantage of of adaptive bitrate streaming, which Wowza provides using transcoding capabilities, and you can still have that low latency. You're just watching it at a degraded, and degraded might not be the best term, a lower quality. Um, whereas if you're on a you know, really good broadband connection, you can watch it in 4K and still have that low latency capability. So yeah, I think that the, um, the startup time is affected. So the point from which you press play or the player requests the stream and then you're actually watching something, I think a fast network you know, with low ping times, that definitely, definitely helps. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily say that if you have a slow internet connection that you're not able to consume low latency because we do have adaptive bitrate capabilities to overcome that. Mm, okay, cool. Well, geez, I think that answers most of my questions. Do you feel like there's anything else that I missed out on that we should add in? Well, I'm just glad we got to talk about the cattle auction because that's super exciting. Yeah. Um, there are some really, really cool things that people are doing with, with low latency. Um, you know, I'm working with a, a gentleman in the Bay Area who's got a yoga class and he's, <laughs> he's concerned about low latency. And of course, you know, we covered all the, the really sensational stuff like sports and, yeah. and um, social. So no, it's exciting. It's definitely developing. Um, I think our low latency conversation that we're having now is going to be much more exciting maybe three, six, even nine months from now. So um, I would encourage anyone listening to this to uh, stay tuned, to do the best they can with the tools they have in front of them and never hesitate to reach out because as you can see, we're really excited about it and we're happy to help. Awesome. Well, Tim, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk and uh, hopefully we get to talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you, Daniel. Have a good one. You too, man. Talk to you later. Bye, Bye now. Bye. -bye. Well, that's going to do it for our show today. Hopefully, everybody at home enjoyed listening and found this informative. Uh, special thanks to our guest, Tim Doherty, for uh, joining us on the show today. If anybody listening at home uh, enjoyed this podcast, has any questions for us, please feel free to add some comments. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash wowza. We're also on all the other normal media sites, uh, Instagram, Snapchat, all that good stuff. Or if you do have any questions that you want to ask us directly, you can always reach out to us at support at wowza.com or sales at wowza.com. Thanks again and have a great rest of your week.